Welcome back, sports fans. It is Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. Now, this episode will not be coming out till Wednesday, the 17th, so be prepared. This will be recorded a day early. We're going to talk about the free agency in the baseball. There's been quite two signings or three signings so far. We're going to get into that very quickly. And then we're going to talk about the expectation in the uh, NFL for the rest of the regular season, my predictions and the standings, and we're going to look at some matchups and review them. So, let's get into MLB free agency. Now, obviously, free agency did start on November 7th at uh, 4 p.m. It officially opened, and that means that any free agent can sign at any given time. There's been a lot of updates between what player will sign where. Obviously, there's been Marcus Simeon. No Max Scherzer updates, but there has been a lot of Marcus Simeon uh, Carlos Correa, Matt Alonso, all these signing tradings and everything is going to happen very soon. Um, but the biggest news to expect is Marcus Simeon uh, and Corey Seager signed before the December 1st uh, deadline. And I think that's really what we're going to be expecting here. And we've seen some re-signings. Obviously, we're going to talk about one of them being um, the Toronto Blue Jays have just extended... Jose Barreos to a seven-year contract extension worth $131 million. That was a big contract, and it's a big stoop level, but this is what they wanted to do. They needed to bring back somebody, and that I'm pretty sure Jose Barreos is one of those players that they could have used, and they can use for the next uh, seven seasons, which is great for them. This is great. Uh, Jose Barreos will be a great thing. 352. Uh, batting, he actually did very well this season with the Jays, uh, putting up 192 innings and 3.52 ERA. That's pretty good. Um, obviously, there's other things going on as well. The Mets have officially announced that they are f- finalizing a deal with uh, Billy Epler to be the next general manager of the New York Mets, coming out from Stephen Cohen. And reporting that was John Heyman. That was uh, finalized yesterday, and we've seen our NL and AL. Rookie of the Year awards given to the two top rookies in the MLB in both American League and National League. And we saw in the National League, Jonathan India taking that with 29 home runs and almost 100 RBIs. That was a crazy season for him. Congratulations to Jonathan India and congratulations to Randy Arena who won the Rookie of the Year in the American League. So congratulations to them. Now, the, obviously, we've got to talk about um, one more signing that happened over... The course of the week, we had a signing uh, from the Braves. The Braves signed Manny Pina to a two-year, $8 million contract with a $4 million club option for 2024. This is going to bring back, uh, that's going to help him, and that's going to bring the catchers for the Braves up even more. So that was one big signing that we had. Um, so there is a few signings that's happened, and that's what, like, Jose Barreos tops it off. That's one of the big ones that we've seen. Now, obviously, we have to see where uh, where the free agents are going. First and foremost, we have some updates, too, as well. Jose, um, before Jose Barreo signed, the, the Blue Jays had interest in Eduardo Rodriguez, and that's another player that just signed. Eduardo Rodriguez finalized a five-year contract worth $77 million with the Tigers, and he will be spending time down in Detroit uh, next season. So congratulations to Eduardo on that contract. Um, now the next thing we're going to talk about is the updates on which free agents are being are 
have met with any team. Now, the Yankees have been very highly interested in Matt Alonso from the Oakland Athletics, but they have also opened up the door to Freddie Freeman's reps. They had a conversation. The Freeman's reps were in New York yesterday talking with the Yankees on a contract and same with Trevor's story they're expected to meet within the next two weeks there's going to be a significant interest between Story and Freeman for the Yankees as they look to replace Glaber Torres at shortstop and they look to find to fill a void in uh, their first base position as they don't I don't does at this point it seems more likely that Rizzo will not return to the Yankees in 2022. It's a rare. If they sign Freeman, this chance of Rizzo coming back is gone. Um, there, he could come back as a as a backup, but he will not be the starting first baseman for the Yankees. Now, there's also been talks about uh, the Angels being very heavily interested in um, Marcus Stroman. That's been a big talk, and it's been very known for a while now that the Angels are looking for pitching and they will be heavily involved in the market this year. So be expected to see some pitching signings from the Angels. And then the Athletics are going on a full rebuild mode and they will be trading all their players, Sean Maena, uh Chris Bassett, um, Matt Alonzo, Matt Chapman. They're getting rid of almost every, every one of their high-paying salary players and they're going to go off in free agency. Now, obviously, we can expect to see the Padres involved as well, um, quite a few other teams as well. And we also did get an update. The MLB has officially changed the Cleveland Indians is now called the Cleveland Guardians. That will be their name going into the 2022 spring training season or the MLB 2022 season. Now, and that's the end of the baseball conversation. Now we're going to get into the NFL conversation. Now, there's a lot of things that happen. Odell Beckham Jr. signing with the, the Los Angeles Rams on a one-year deal to, to play out the rest of the year. The congratulations to Odell. Seeing his first action of the, the season with the Rams yesterday where they got clapped 31-7 by the San Francisco 49ers in the Bay Area at Levi's Stadium. Levi's Stadium was popping off last night as they enjoyed watching every minute of it. Jimmy Garoppolo just popping off with those passes. George Kittle with the 18-yard reception in the first quarter. That gave them the early lead. By the end of the at the first half, it was 14-7 to at the beginning of the first half. And then the two touchdowns came in the second half. The second big thing in that game, Jamie Ward with two interceptions on the game. One being almost a deep double coverage play from Matthew Stafford throws it down intending for Odell Beckham was picked off by your Jimmy Ward and then the second one was a deflected pass and again got by your boy Jimmy Ward now that score ended up 31 to 7 Levi that pushes the 49ers to 4 and 5 on the season and pushing the Rams to 7 and 3 Matthew Stafford throwing one two picks and one touchdown for 280 yards passing. Corey Cup looked awful last night, and Ben Tronick also had his first NFL start against the 49ers. Now, we're going to talk about some other things here that's happened over the weekend. We did see Baker Mayfield went down the tunnel. 
with a very serious uh, with a knee contusion and ke- according to head coach Kevin Stefanski he will be starting in week 11 there is no doubt about that he will be ready for week 11 as right as we all know right now Baker Mayfield is currently dealing with the torn labrum in his right shoulder and he is waiting he will not get surgery till the end of the season so in the Browns currently sit at last and they're five and five on the season, just one game, even at 500, and um, we see some exciting stuff happen. So we're gonna see some new stuff here. The Bills went back to claim their victory on Sunday as they destroyed their opponents on Sunday. That was a big game for them. They showed what they're what they're made of and what they represent, what they want to represent. They didn't play well last the week prior to that. They had a really upsetting week, losing to the Jaguars 6-9. That game was just a phenomenal game from both sides. Both teams struggled offensively and defensively. So there's a lot lot of issues last week. But the Bills went on the Jets 45-7. That game was amazing. We saw that. The Saints also dropped the game to the Tennessee Titans. The Titans improved to 8-2. And the... Saints drop down again. That game ended up in a 21-23 final. We had the Lions and the Steelers. This game was a very controversial game between the... Everyone thought Mason Rudolph was going to be able to capture the Steelers to win. Without Chase Claypool, they were out uh, out with a lot. There was just... And Ben Roethlisberger, update on that. He is expected to miss Week 11 against the Chargers. He will give Mason Rudolph the second start in Week 11. So that will be Week 11 for the char- for the Steelers. The Chargers came off a really good uh, performance. They showed that they're uh, showed it good on uh, Sunday against the Vikings. Unfortunately, not winning that game, but they still did it. They pro- they showed a lot of uh, strength and effort in Sunday's game against the Vikings, losing 27 to 20. That game was an absolute dominant shit show. We also had the Carolina Panthers, and Cam Newton returns to the Panthers on that one-year deal worth $10 million, but not to top it off. He went in on the first drive of the game. He goes in for a two-yard running touchdown to reunite with his old team. Must have felt great for him. The Panthers went on to be predominantly good on the offense, and obviously Cardinals struggling without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. They fall this game, and that game was 34-10. to in favor of the Panthers. Now the Packers went on to play the Seahawks. Russell Wilson returns after missing a substantial, a substantial amount of time with a finger in a dislocated finger or a torn ligament in the finger. He comes back and they do not come up to play. DK Metcalf was ejected from the game and is receiving a fine for instigating a fight against the defense the defense um the Packers defense. Now the Packers went on to lose a player in this game. They lost Rashawn Gary to a hyperextended elbow injury. There's still no timeline for when he will return to the team, but there is also another update on what happened with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones left the game early in the third quarter and did not return, and it was di- he was diagnosed with a mild MCL sprain, which will give him one to two weeks, and uh, he will be back in one to two weeks, hopefully, with all goes well and no setbacks set up. So, 
We also heard something from the Ravens. Ravens will not receive defensive end Derek Wolf back this season as he and now, according to John Harborough, that the, he will not return to the Ravens this year. Obviously not playing at all this year, but he had suffered a setback in his back injury and will not return to the Ravens. Now, Ravens have experienced a lot of injuries this season with losing all their running backs, now using Devonta Freeman and Le'Veon Bell. Obviously, you have to see, um, like, there's just been a lot going on. We had the Philadelphia Eagles traveling um, to see the Broncos. Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater trying to bounce back after upsetting quite a few weeks. Like, they looked pretty awful, and uh, they just seem to be falling apart. Now, obviously, they're still sitting in good standards at the moment. Um, we just have to wait and see what happens. But we did also see... Uh, the Chiefs being dominant on Sunday night football. We saw Patrick Mahomes going off five touchdown passes in on Sunday night. And we did also see an injury in that game. We saw Alec Ingold, the halfback slash fullback, tore his ACL and will go undergo season-ending surgery. That was something big to talk about. The Raiders had fell back to third. Now the Chargers are in second in the AFC West. That pushes the Broncos to a five and five, one, no even at five hundred, and they're on a, a, a one game losing streak now. Obviously, the Steelers five and three and one with that tie, and that ended that game ended in a big tie. Now, we also had a game in the AFC uh, AFC East. The Patriots went up against. The awful Browns last this Sunday. We saw the Patriots dismantle the Browns, 45 to seven. Mac Jones throwing an absolute performance, looking happy as always. Bill Belichick back to the winning self in a predominant game for the Patriots offense and defense, and they uh, they definitely brought it to the Browns. Now the Patriots will be on Thursday Night Football, where you can catch that on Amazon Prime Video. And you can check it out on on Thursday at 8.20 p.m. The Patriots face off against the Indianapolis Colts as they look to go. Sorry, my bad. It's the Falcons. We'll see them go up against the Falcons on Thursday. And that will be an exciting matchup. So we'll get into that just shortly. The Ravens did fall on Thursday night on November 11th. They did fall 22-10 to to your Miami Dolphins. Miami looking phenomenal, and we did get an update from Brian Flores that we will see Tua Tagovailoa come back in Week 11. He will start officially, so congratulations to him on coming back. Now we also had the Fal the Falcons go up big on Sunday as they lost a big t a big amount of number to the Cowboys. Cowboys dismantled them 43 to three, and that was the predominant game from Ezekiel Elliott rushing twice to get two rushing touchdowns on the evening. Now, we did get a big upset alert in the Buccaneers game. The Buccaneers did fall to the Washington football team in on Sunday, but there was a big major blow in this Sunday's matchup was Chase Young did suffer an ACL tear or tore his ACL on Sunday and will undergo season-ending surgery. This is a bit, very big loss for the Washington football team as they really were hoping to keep him on long term the rest of the season but that won't be the case as he will undergo season ending knee surgery we did see uh some 
bad plays from Tom Brady on Sunday. There's two interceptions thrown by Tom Brady. This is the second week in a row he's thrown two interceptions in a game. Now, this obviously, it's a lot to pressure on, but they a fall 19 to 29 to the Washington football team team we also got an update on Ryan Fitzpatrick will not return to the Washington football team this season as he is dealing with that hip injury that he suffered in week 1 or the preseason in September so unfortunately we are not going to see Ryan Fitzpatrick again this season now there's one more matchup that we got to talk about and that was uh that was the cheat, the Rams, and we're going to talk about the Rams and 49ers really quick. We're going to analyze what happened. Now, first and foremost, I want to just take a minute to talk about the defense for the 49ers. They were pressuring Matthew Stafford really good last night. The offense was looking phenomenal. Brandon Ayuk, 3 for 4 with 25-yard gains. And we had Debo Samuel crushing an ultimate 200 receiving yards in the single game. That was a crazy night for Debo. And Debo with the game, the punch, the punch to the heart. And that was in the fourth quarter, a 40-yard touchdown from Jimmy Garoppolo. Now that was a crazy game. We've seen a lot coming from the, a lot from the 49ers this week as they look to try to even back above 500. Obviously, they need to win every game from this point forward to get to a playoff spot. Now, I'm going to talk about it really quick. We got playoffs. We got It's coming up as fast as we think. Like, we're already in November. It's week 11. Obviously, there's 17 weeks. There's still a lot of football to be played, but we're getting close now where playoff spots are going to be start becoming available and a lot of things are going to be coming right. Now, we got. I'm predicting the Super Bowl now. We're going to do it right now. I'm going to predict that, first and foremost, I'm not going to put any money on the Chiefs at this point. I'm putting all my money on the cards to go to the go to the Super Bowl this year. I know it's, it sounds crazy, but it is the truth. I think that the I think that the cards have what it takes to get to the Super Bowl, and I think that it, honestly, at this point, it's going to be an NFC uh, predominant nation, National League uh, National League Super Bowl championship. I think that. Uh, I didn't even rule the Buccaneers going back-to-back this year. I think, ultimately, I'm either going to say the Packers or the Cowboys are going to be one of those player, those teams that are going to the Super Bowl against the Cards. There's no doubt in my mind that the Cards will win because of how they look this season. DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, all those amazing pieces. It's just absolutely insane. Chandler Jones with the sacks. Um, just crazy. It's been it's been crazy for the whole league and like just seeing everything. But we already know we can already rule it out now as we rule out that the the Texans are out, the Jaguars are unlikely to make the playoffs. And at this point I wanna say that we don't we won't see uh we will not see the Dolphins or the uh Jets. The Jets are out as well. Um, in the National League, I have to see, obviously, the Giants are out, the Washington football team, the Seahawks are at an ultimate low at the 3-6 and six mark. This is, That really hurts them um, sitting last in the NFC West. Now, that's a terrible spot to be in. The NFC North, the Lions, obviously, 0-8, still winless. Um, and then the Falcons... No chance for the Falcons to get back into the postseason. 
at this point in the season. I think it's safe to say that they're over. But I think ultimately right now what we need to be focusing on is the Cardinals. They're just a team that's on fire, 8-2 and two on the season. And DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, Chandler Jones, Christian Kirk, A.J. Green. It's just unstoppable. It's an unstoppable team. Great guys. Great squad. We'll see what happens. But that's honestly it. Other than those those big news articles of Chase Young, um, David Noku had suffered or played a season-high 24 pass, passing routes on Sunday against the Patriots. Sony Michelle. We saw Jeff Wilson last night in the 49ers game rushing good. Brandon Ayuk again for 25 yards in the Week 10 win. Now, we also saw George Kittle with 5 for 7, 50 yards with one touchdown. That was a great thing for him, so congratulations to him. We did also um, see the uh, another primetime blow for Stafford. That's an upsetting loss for them. And uh, next week, we'll be talking about the NBA, and we'll be covering the last bit of the... Uh, oh. And we got some updates here. According to John Morosi, the MLB.com, Noah Schneidergard is in a is now in agreement with no with the Angels. Noah Schneidergard has an agreement with the Angels, and there's another signing that we will see here. Now, obviously, it's probably going to be a one-year deal with the injuries that he's had. Um, he's been great, and uh, we'll see that but other than that like i said we will be talking about the nba and college football ncaa college football next week and next week's podcast and then the week after the first week of december december 3rd or 4th we will be talking about the nhl and we'll talk about some NFL that week we'll talk or the MLB if there's more signings to talk about we will talk about that in the second week but thank you for listening make sure to check out all our social medias sports and NWS today and go check out our, our Twitter at sports news 298 and check go check the link in our bio on our Instagram to find all your favorite stuff you can get our discord and our website go take a look at it but thanks for listening everybody Have yourself an amazing day.